Welcome to the Nasty Things Podcast. It's episode six. I'm your host, Extreme Joaquin, and I'm getting nasty with Han Solo. As you know, there has been quite a bit going on this week. I mean, can we agree on that? Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those weeks where, like, it was, like, news after news after news within what? Like, the first few days of the week? Are, are we talking about what we're talking about? Like, what I'm thinking we're talking about? Um, well, I mean, hey, if you want me to get dirty... <laughs> By all means. Because, <laughs> like, are, are you talking about, the, like, DC? Yes, I am. Uh, thank you for blowing the spoiler. <laughs> sorry, guys. sorry, sorry. I was because building, up, I was building no, up to it, man. No, uh, you're right, though, because, like, there was a lot of, um, uh-huh. like, behind-the-scenes kind of things. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'll let you further on with that. Oh, absolutely. The hand has got to get back. The hand's got to get back to the getting some lotion going and using them hands real well <laughs> with that being said is yeah so just like the the hand over here was saying hand solo by the way thank you is um <laughs> yeah we are going to talk about dc because you know i think this is the first time and i don't know how many years that we've had so much news come out all at once in dc and for the most part i would say that i'm pretty excited about it wouldn't you what wouldn't you say the same yeah i think and this point in time, like DC has just been so downfall that you kind of forgot about DC. The hierarchy, man. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't even get started on yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but like DC as a brand, I I it's sad to say that we kind of just forgot about it. And when it pops up in like I don't know any sort of sort of media, you kind of just are like. Uh, whatever you know like the snyder it's you know like <laughs> let's not let's not even get started on the snyder man i can go hours on those motherfuckers yeah like i don't know they it, it sucks that what what happened was that type of branding and i think like now that i'm an uncle and i see like toys for like my nephews like i want to get them like you know into superheroes or like i don't know like mario or you know exactly um, just the stuff that we kind of all grew up with which Funny enough is that, sorry to interrupt you there. Um, no, 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 go ahead. Han Solo is, you know, me being, because uh, me being actually his cousin, just a heads up, all audience members, sorry to blow your mind, but he is my cousin. Whoa. Is like right away when I saw him as a kid is what did I think of right away? I brought in Batman, I brought in Spider-Man, I brought in everything because I'm like, I need him to be into like all this stuff. And then here we are. 10 years later and he's now in his 20s which is absolutely insane and he's into spider-man dc etc so yeah but um yeah please continue Han. yeah well um yeah if it wasn't for extreme Joaquin, i wouldn't have gotten into like all this type of like topics of like nerdy things or comic things whatever um Gracias. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, in terms of DC, like it's weird because like I'll like 
want like try to get my nephew's toys and you go to the toy section and you know before it used to be like packed with anything you know like you'll have your marvel whatever legends or select or whatever uh-huh. what yep. it was at the time and you'll have your dc toys there or your star wars or whatever and now like i'm like thinking oh you know i want to get them into like batman i want to get them into superman all that but the dc branding they don't have enough of it and so with the toys they don't have that much of like a variety i guess it's your batman but from like the movie that just came out you know which yeah yeah the batman and i'm assuming that it's probably the standard three right like there's probably batman toys superman toys um and maybe wonder woman toys you know what it is a lot of the snyder toys (laughs) and (laughs) exactly and and to be fair we do not want our children growing up on snyderite figurine snyderite anything i mean it's funny that he brings up his nephews is how in your right mind can you get your nephews into you know those core heroes when you have a movie like the snyder cut where it's r-rated man you can't show that to your nephews that are like three or four years old you can't do that because it's it's just it's it's grotesque and it shows a lot of gore and a lot of blood man i mean yeah the funny thing is though is um when we were growing up extreme mckean would um he would get me into like a lot of those r-rated uh films of in terms of like heroes so like Watchmen, like <laughs> i remember he was like yo you gotta get into this shit like this shit's awesome like you gotta watch it they're such extreme characters are <laughs> sick and i was like what nine or something <laughs> like eight like yeah nine or ten years old <laughs> hence hence the name extreme looking but to be fair it's also sort of in a sense the upbringing of being a hispanic man in vancouver bc or any part of the world california or be it is your parents are pretty lenient man i mean i can't let's not even get into me back when like i said a few episodes ago when i was with professor ed i mean you're talking about nine-year-old, eight-year-old kids watching RoboCop. Like, that just kind of tells you about our upbringing in a sense, right? No, that's true. That's true to, to a degree. Because in terms of, like, movies, like, they didn't care what the fuck it was. We'd go to Blockbuster every Friday, rent out a movie. Then didn't care if it was horror Which, or whatever. quickly, uh, shout out to Blockbuster. Shout out man. Blockbuster, man. Blockbuster was fucking hype every Friday. Um but yeah, we would go to Blockbuster, rent a movie. It didn't matter if it was horror or scary, um, funny, comedy, romantic, whatever. We'd watch it, right? And basically, whenever it was like a horror one, my family would just like close my eyes whenever the bad parts would come, or maybe even forget, and I'd just and, be in and, horror. And, and just quickly, just sorry for the interruption. Also, close your eyes for the nudity. Right. So they would close my eyes for the nudity, which for watchmen i think (laughs) (laughs) watchmen has a nudity scene in it and i i think joaquin did a good job in closing my eyes but obviously i saw through those those fingers and i saw well i didn't know what the fuck was going i was like blue glowing and obviously now i know what it was yeah yeah, it's a a massive blue dick (laughs) and uh to be fair sadly enough that's actually a snyderite movie if you can believe it yeah snyder man he's he's a genius um another one is kick-ass kick-ass was, Kick-Ass is fucking awesome. <laughs> it, it, honestly, Kick-Ass was so R-rated, but it was a really good R-rated movie. Like, uh-huh. 
Um, there think, are a lot of those, though, man. <laughs> no, no, for sure, for sure. But in terms of like superheroes, like and getting us into like superheroes, like Kickass was pretty cool. And I think another thing that might have been a bad example was obviously Kickass wanting to be- become a superhero. The whole movie is about that. And then as a kid, you kind of want to be a superhero too. <laughs> yeah. To, to be fair, he did get stabbed. Yeah. For, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Like if whoever's watching this, don't go out at night. To and become a and to be fair, listening. Yeah. Please don't be a superhero. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're taught. We're also thinking of you out there. The Mark with the mouth. Mark with the you mouth. Can't. I remember <laughs> getting your Snapchat of your little suit that you made in grade eight or seven at the time. And he was like, yeah, I'm ready, boys. <laughs> thank, thank the Lord that none of that happened because, well, hey, to be fair, I mean, he just had to open his mouth and he would have won. He would have won the fight, man. I think he would have lost it there because like, um, like uh, Anthony Mackie, a uh, Falcon said to Spider-Man, like, is there, there's not, there's not usually this much talking during the fight, right? You know, and then, and then they get him. He gets, he gets him with the red wing and he flies off, right? Yeah, that is a good point. <laughs> But anyway, before we bore the audience here, (laughs) is, uh, yeah, so, yeah, let's talk about DCU, and uh, James Gunn has called it Chapter 1, so it's not Phase 1 to anyone else is kind of accustomed to the MCU way, Phase 1, Phase 2, etc., is it's called Chapter 1, and to start that list... Isn't it called um, Chapter 1 by Gods and Monsters, or... Yes, it is, actually. Thank you for uh, letting I, me know. I forget because I always think it's God versus monsters, but I'm going to talk about that a little bit more because uh-huh. I think it is just gods and monsters. Chapter one, gods and monsters, no, I think it is. Yeah, you are correct. It is um, gods and monsters. Just give it a quick look up if you can there, uh, Hand. But uh, yeah, I believe that's what it is called. It's called chapter one, gods and monsters from what I believe. And um, it's quite a list of heroes coming. Oh, sorry, of DCU movies coming in the next good few years, right? So it is exciting in that sense. Where, yeah, we're gonna like, especially specifically in the next year, or the next few years. Yeah, it's gods and monsters. So there you go, right? Just to confirm it. And um, do you know what the first thing as far as DCU? is coming out and what it what what heroes come in and etc is it animated television show is it a movie uh do you know what it is uh i believe it's the let me search up it has something to do with like the, i got you there i got you there i got you no worries okay no no worries i got you so the first thing that comes out as far as dcu right to sort of open everything up is it's actually creature and commandos Creature Commando, sorry. Interesting. And that is actually an animated series, and that is coming out next year. Next year? Yes, 2024. Oh, shit. Okay, that's like really, really soon. Do you think Do you think they're really going to push it out next year, though? Because, for example, like Invincible, that's a series that's animated, right? Because it's an animated series, right? Yes, it is. Invincible, I think season two came out 2020. I mean, season one came out 2021. It's now 2023. And season two might come out this month. Uh, From from what I'm hearing, yeah, it's coming out around this month. But uh, yeah, that is the first thing that's coming out. And 
to be fair, I do think that a lot of a lot of this was pre-planned and pre-worked on. Um, clearly, they're not going to talk about production and stuff, but I think there was an idea behind it. And in that regard, I think that yeah, like they're starting out with creature and commandos, which. Uh, I'm, if I'm going to be honest, I'm not too familiar with those characters as far as the DC, but uh, what, what what not a bad way to introduce them specifically just by look, looking at that list of what's coming out in the next year or a few years is what I like is that there's a mix of the C-level heroes and, of course, the A-listers, right? So, you know, in my opinion, I think Creature and Commandos is probably going to be something James Gunn fully works on because he seems to have like this interest with C-listers. Yeah, yeah, he loves the C-listers uh, characters. Um, I'm just curious on how it would connect to everything. But again, the title of the Phase One Chapter One is Gods and Monsters, so somehow it has to connect, right? But I'm just curious because i think i read something about how creature commandos is taking place in like world war ii was it yeah i did hear that actually that is that is a point but it actually is um from the little research that i or sorry uh yeah with the decent research that i actually did look into is yeah they're essentially a crew from that and they're seems semi yeah, there's just a bunch of characters. There's like a vampire and a Frank Frankenstein character in it and stuff. Basically, a bunch of misfits from from what I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I guess it's in a way it's kind of cool because like, um, you have like the classic like universal like monsters, right? Like the like you said Frankenstein and um, there's not, a vampire, yeah. Yeah, Dracula or whatever, right? Which is pretty cool. Uh, uh-huh. I just don't know how they're going to continue on with it. But I guess the idea is cool because let's say it take place in World War II or whatever. I think the whole... I don't know when it takes place, but I think the whole main thing is like uh-huh. they're getting used for war or Yeah. No, no that, that right? is the purpose is that they're... Essentially, they're used as... From what I, from my understanding, based on the little that I know about them, is that they're the last resort for situations of war, and they're also kind of like shout out to this terrible movie, The Expendables. They're expendable, so you know they can, you know, die. But even though the undead is vampire, unless the hand can correct me here and say it's the, the contrary. No, I was actually gonna say, what if this is like it just came in my head, but what if it because. The next up is sorry. What what was the next project after this? Well, I mean, yeah, we'll get to that right after. But yeah, but, continue with what you were going to say. Okay, well, I was going to tie into it a little bit because like okay, Creature so, Commandos. So the next, if you want, if you do want to know the next project following that up, it's actually the Waller television series. Right, and Waller um, is someone who is. T- it's control of task force x they're kind of like the expendables like you said earlier but for um creature commanders um commandos and almost if you think about it creature commandos what we were saying earlier how they kind of took like the monsters uh-huh. and um used them for like yeah. missions and wars it, it it almost kind of seems like that's like the prequel of like waller on yeah. how she got her idea on in like you know assembled the suicide squad because they're taking like i actually sorry i mean uh, uh, just to be fair <laughs> yeah, go, here, ahead, you, go ahead you pulled a very professor junior 
like dang that's why i got it i'm actually gonna give you massive credit <laughs> it's, it's funny guys because from my point of view i'm seeing extreme Joaquin, and he's like listening to me he's like wondering what the fuck is he talking about he's rambling no 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 <laughs> his eyes are like oh shit what the fuck <laughs> no 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 to be fair yeah it was a massive what the fuck moment because yeah like i that's something that like honestly did not cross my mind whatsoever but that fucking makes sense because essentially they were from from what my understanding of what hand over here was saying is essentially they were the original suicide squad if you think about it yeah and fuck it, it makes sense like it yeah. actually completely makes sense yeah, yeah i i don't know i something i thought about right now but um that and like so now like waller's controlling like suicide squad and all that stuff um and the whole thing in chapter one is gods and monsters what if like the monsters were viewed as like these horrific beings that people are afraid of and they don't want to come close to or you know they don't see them as like the heroes but really they are the heroes and the gods are like horrible yeah that's that's not a that's not a horrible take actually and but yeah like honestly i'm still kind of blown by <laughs> by by that by that idea because it's something that i i kid you not i didn't think of it whatsoever because i saw a creature in commandos i'm like oh yeah i'll check it out right because i mean this kind of shit i live for this shit man i mean i'm all more than fucking down to see all of this shit so and then hell i'm i was down for the waller tv series specifically because it seems like it's all going in a certain direction but yeah never that never crossed my mind and that is a fucking great point uh hand solo um so ab about waller though like what are your thoughts on like james gunn reusing characters so in my understanding right so viola davis by all by all means i'm actually okay with her sticking around because i actually think viola davis for the most part i mean i think she nailed yeah she did a pretty good job amanda waller right so i'm i'm okay with her sticking around but it does bring confusion a lot of confusion and that's where we kind of that's kind of where we're all sitting at right now so from the from what we're we've heard so far from james gunn is that the flash essentially sets up the reboot but doesn't set up the reboot so it's it's like a mix of many things so yeah so i think what it was is like flash does set up like the soft reboot of it um because they are i guess they are still using their characters like the peacemaker team and i'm confused about the whole aquaman thing um and actually just quickly yeah. i do want to make a prediction regarding that go ahead go ahead and my actual prediction regarding aquaman is i think that i mean let's be real here right at the end of the day all these movies that are coming out the flash uh aquaman they were already the production was done the movie was set to go and i think at that point they had to release it so you can't have james gunn say well guess what guys uh go watch aquaman it's not going to mean anything moving forward whatsoever fucking who gives a shit because then as like an audience member then you're like why the fuck am i going to watch aquaman if it doesn't mean anything after so i think characters like aquaman and you know there's rumors that gal gadot will stay i actually think that aquaman's uh jason momoa will move on to be something else and i think that gal gadot will be gone i just think it's 
his way of sort of keeping the promotion going as far as the Flash movie coming out in Aquaman. Yeah, I think whoever was invested in like the Aquaman movie or the Flash movie or um, the like, there was no Wonder Woman, right? No, no. no, no. Okay, yeah. Uh, so. so, so, sorry, sorry for the interruption there. But so, from what I heard from Wonder Woman is that yeah, it was just scrapped completely, part three, and uh, the creator of it is Patty Jenkins. Just a reminder. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, no, I, I guess you're you're right in a sense, and 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 like these movies were already gonna come out. They were already done by the time James Gunn came in. Um, I think it was just polishing that they had to do and like, they're not going to waste a lot of money. I know Batgirl they did, but apparently that was really bad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently that movie was so bad that like, even like Saffron and James Gunn, right? Because people do forget about Saffron, right? Saffron is going to, is also a major part. So it's like, they're two Kevin Feige's essentially in this new DC universe. And, Anyone that doesn't know who Kevin Feige is, which most that are probably listening to, to a degree, understand who he is, is he's basically the watcher of all Marvel films that come out as far as the MCU goes, right? Like, he's the watcher of everything, and he says what stays and what doesn't go. So that's what James Gunn and Saffron are essentially doing. Now, with that being said, one thing that I do point to is, like I said, back to the confusion... Is, and that's what the mouth, or sorry, not the mouth, because you're a lot better than mouth. <laughs> sorry, that's what the hand was sword, sort of mentioning, is the only part that I find confusing is the Amanda, or the Amanda Waller portion. So, okay, I think that Aquaman, after this, there won't be another Aquaman, and I think Jason Momoa will probably be casted as something else. It, and then The Flash is apparently like a soft reboot, which, again, I think that it, it might be, it might not be. It might just be promoting to promote promotion to get ticket buyers to buy the film, but then you have Amanda Waller, so it could also be what others think, right? Which is, it is a reboot, but a soft reboot. Yeah, um, hopefully it all ties in well. I'm sure it will, but yeah, it just sucks to hear about like Henry Cavill, you know, not getting fired, but like being let go and. Um, I guess Ben Affleck is like another to, one, but Ben Affleck, he he's old, like he's uh, <laughs> uh, nice, nice love for Ben. But well, I love Ben, like I I love Ben Affleck. He's a an amazing like director, and he's a good actor. But to, I, to a degree, uh, his acting chops are like it depends if he's written it or what he's given to do. He's not a horrible actor. He's a pretty solid actor. Um, what I did want to say about Henry Cavill is. He wasn't let go. He wasn't fired. He was just essentially told that they had no plans for him. So it's like... So, yeah, that's so that's the thing. I've been hearing a lot in the media. It's like, yeah, he wasn't let go. He wasn't fired or anything. But he just wasn't picked for this recent Superman project that's going to come up. But, I mean, in a way, it's like it is him being let go. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 absolutely. And uh, just before we move on from the wall, uh, we were actually, we jumped over to the Waller TV series, but um, is there anything that excites you about the Waller television series? Because clearly, as far as the creature commandos, there was things that we, we kind of talked about that's sort of exciting is that it could lead to Amanda Waller, which you brought in, which again, it's something that I didn't, it didn't cross my mind whatsoever, but yeah, it's, that's a solid point. Is there anything that you're excited about as far as the Waller television series? Well, 
I'm I am look because I did see um, Peacemaker the series and which I, I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, it was actually really really good. Um, so in a way, I what if Waller is like a season two of that? I don't know if they're going to make a season two of um, Peacemaker. But. So so quickly, just uh, just to intrude there and interrupt a little bit because you know do it the extreme way. I guess <laughs> that's fine. Is um, I do believe there is going to be a Peacemaker season two. Oh okay. Yeah. So, but yes, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I just think that I don't know where they're going to go with Waller. I guess the only connection is the theory that I had earlier was about creature commandos. It will kind of like pull from that. And like, hence that's where she's created. That's building her Waller, uh, persona character, if you will. Um, but then I guess Peacemaker is not erased from this timeline so everything that happened in that season would still continue i think so in that in and that's where again we're going into the confusion side of things is and that's why like my point earlier is i think that even hell you can even say maybe the same with peacemaker maybe it's just something that hey they already had it planned they're gonna release it and maybe it has no connection whatsoever after right they just kind of forget about it and that's why a point that i brought in actually in the uh, in the chat that we we have throughoutly in the week is i'm hoping it's not the case but maybe the way they start out is they kind of fox it in a sense and by the way fox don't sue me for for saying that but um if you saw the x-men connectivity or the continuation or whatever the fucks all right completely lost the words of the continuity that's that's the word that i was looking for is there was a lot of things like trask was somebody else previously then it was peter dinklage so to start out i mm, hope it's, i know what you mean now i know what yeah. you mean yeah 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 so it could be that sort of scenario just the messiness to start out because it is a universe starting up but again um it's a wait and see sort of thing right yeah yeah no, for sure i i, I what i am excited for waller series to pointing out straight is um her character growth and i hopefully is just showing you how she is and like her idea of like the suicide squad and like building up and kind of picking out like who's gonna be her next like person she's gonna use you know because the suicide squad are people suicide squad are people that are being used in a way yeah and they, they literally have a bomber on their necks if they go if they do anything against orders yeah it's it's terrible but I'm I'm excited to see that. Hopefully they do tap into that, but I maybe it might just be Waller just walking in the streets and you yeah, know. Maybe, maybe she's just like you know she sees a a convenience store and somebody's being <laughs> held at gunpoint and then she joins the gunner and says there you go. There's a better way and then she makes them part of the team. Of, part of the team. Yeah, he he gets sacrificed and all that, but he's this cop that's super important in the show. You know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ho- hopefully it's it's something good i just don't know i i guess i'm not as interested as i am than to see a peacemaker show um yeah no me with waller i'm just kind of like okay yeah i'll I'll clearly i'll check it out yeah you know what she seems more of like a side background character not like a main character but i could see her as like a main character because of how bad she is like she's well it's like she she's trying to do good things but she does bad she she's willing to if you got to die for just like peacemaker does if you got to die to save the world of any kind and sacrifice billions of millions of people she'll do it right so for sure for sure so i i hope it's something good um 
yeah waller's well i'm sure waller's gonna be fine too like the, the actress is so 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 good and if you've seen her in uh, how to get away with murder she's in that show uh, at the time the show was really good you watch recent seasons i'm sure it's probably bad because i haven't heard of the show in a while but her acting in that show was phenomenal and just in general viola davis is typically just good in most things that yeah. she's in right so in in that regard i'm no i'm i'm, I'm i guess i'm excited mostly to see viola davis and see what she she can do and like um hand uh, solo over here brought up is it could be a follow-up right so creature commando sort of leads to to the waller television series even though there's a massive time difference from what it seems like is like yeah i can actually see that being the case yeah she might have just gotten the idea from that um time period right and um, there's probably going to be mentions of it etc yeah right? yeah they're they're going to tie in because i think james gunn what he said it was everything will tie in like loosely to each other or like connectively yeah. there'll there'll be little things uh, maybe story beats too but i don't i don't know we don't know yet right exactly and that's what the exciting thing is that that's why we have your your host over here extreme looking and then you got hand solo over here and we're you know it's pure speculation we're trying to see where this could lead and you know there's i think for the most part i'm excited about a lot of the other stuff too right and specifically um the fo- what follows up after the Waller television series, I think that I can easily say here that that's probably the project that all of you are poss- possibly excited for. And the hand hand solo over here was already smirking massively when I said when we're getting into this portion of what comes after the Waller television series. And with that excitement, Han Solo, what exactly is it that comes after the Waller television series? So the project that's coming up next is called Superman Legacy. It's going to be a theatrical film, not a show. So another Superman movie. Super excited for that. As am I. And from what it seems already, like James Gunn's already hinted at some of the books that he's reading, like All-Star Superman, etc. Is, I think it's exciting because for one... I don't know about everyone that's listening. I don't know about um, the hand over here. Hand uh, solo is I do not want a pissy Superman that he 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 can't he does he feels shitty with his powers and he's just mopey the whole time. Is I want to see Clark Kent. The, the I want to see. Superman with hope. I mean, the whole point of his character is he brings hope to people. And by all means, you can bring out the outsider thing, but the outsider and him wanting to be normal, just be a regular everyday person rather than, oh man, I'm cursed with this power. Like them, like fucking Snyder and the Snyderite seem to like. I, I don't want that for Superman, you know? And that's why you know this project and specifically i'm most excited about because i'm hoping that we get to see the more hopeful superman for sure and i think something i heard about was like superman this superman is going to be like the goody two shoes not goody two shoes um just a boy scout you know he's going to be a very built-in boy scout because that's how superman is that is superman um and i'm excited for that like I think the thing with Man of Steel is like Henry Cavill was trying to figure out, well, not Henry Cavill, but the act Superman Clark Kent in the movie was trying to figure out 
how to be Superman where, and he's trying to figure out where he is. Like, I feel like he was so lost in the movie the whole time and he didn't know what and to do. Not, not one time did we see him smile. No. Yeah. He just looks sad. And I, I think with this Superman, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a very upbeat Superman. Um, not like guardians of the galaxy of type of upbeat, but like a good tone to where you're like, okay, I'm enjoying this movie and it's actually probably going to be a really good Superman movie. And since, legacies in the title superman probably has had a few times as he, being a hero you know he's, he's probably he's probably a, he's probably been been around for a bit as yeah what, yeah what yeah yeah. Means, yeah and and he probably will leave an, a, a huge legacy behind not behind but just starting at, i mean come on uh, at, you, after you, we watch the movie it's what we're gonna we're gonna be left behind with something amazing is what i'm trying to say which which is again i mean what i do love about uh Han Solo is the optimism with it is sort of my take on it is yeah I do have optimism and I do believe to a degree that we probably will get that Superman but um, what I'm curious about is the director they'll pick because the writing clearly we know James Gunn's been one of the writers has sorry has been writing Superman for quite some time now is the director side of things is where I'm, I'm curious about who they go with because uh, that's gonna co- sort of make or break it because as much as I love James Gunn, I really hope he's not directing this. Yeah, well, but what if what if he does though? Would you be angry that he is directing the movie as well? Um, I don't know if I'd be angry, but I would I would be cautiously optimistic just because he has a very specific style like if he's seen a lot of his other movies like even let's not even go that far let's go a little further back is slitter or even scooby-doo if anyone's seen that that was that movie icon icon iconic for you right but you know he has a very specific style of sense of humor and i just think that that style of sense of humor wouldn't work for superman so i hope he isn't directing it i'm okay with him writing it but the directing side, I don't know if I'd I'd be too on board with that. No, no, for sure, for sure. I it, it is a bit of like it, it is a bit questionable because like James Gunn's very almost R rated kind of director. Like I feel like that's like what he's into, and like Superman. Like I don't want to see Superman throwing f bombs or, like, or, or, or or like making sexual jokes. Like yeah, well, I am the Man of Steel. <laughs> So you yeah. can imagine, Which, you can imagine how hard I get, you know, you know I, yeah. I, don't, I don't need Clark Kent fucking saying shit like that, you know? Yeah, no, no. I, I think the Superman somehow is going to be a really well done Superman. I'm curious who the actor will be. I hope he does him justice. Um, and uh, quickly for the interruption, let's just hope it's not Austin Butler. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, to be honest, guys, I do not like Austin Butler. Uh, and <laughs> but t- if you're listening, Austin Butler, you're a good guy, man. We could be friends. Come on, uh, he, he he cannot be my friend. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there right now. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, I, I believe that like eight, like 95 percent of the nasty things crew, but also agrees with me that we don't want Austin Butler. Uh, unless your name is the Mark with the Mouth, but uh, yeah. <laughs> A lot of dishing on the mark with the mouth in this pod, huh? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he's a great guy. Uh, I have met him. Have met him. Have met him. 
is yeah um going back to superman legacies i think at the end of the day it's going to come down to who they pick as a director and the actor and one thing that i will stand by if you guys did listen to well clearly you did because you're listening to this is is the 80s episode of that i had with professor ed is he did bring up one point as far as Superman is we hope it's an actor that's not super established because it's sort of been the traditional thing with Superman. And yeah, they just got to find somebody likable and that we believe and he gives us hope, right? And I think it's going to come down to that and of course the director, right? So those are the the key factors. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm done with that. Like, Honestly, if they just do a good job, if they really do Superman justice and however shape, way, shape, or form, like, I'm so down with it. I think Superman just needs a redemption, and that's all they can really do at this point because um, Merc was the mouse had said it before. Um, Superman might be the make it, break it of this um, universe, and if they don't do him justice, a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about this universe." Because, and and uh, as much as I hate to um, side with the mark with him out, and that is, he might be right to a degree because, you know, I mean, Superman—they've already shit the bed with the previous iteration. And I really don't blame it on Henry Cavill. I just blame it on Zack Snyder. And he he clearly didn't have the right vision for Superman. So, yeah, I do agree there. I think Superman legacy is pretty critical. And hopefully, and I'm hoping that they get it right. For sure. And in a way, I'm not in a way, but... um this is just like me like really over like hyping it but like what if they like bring in superboy or super well they are gonna bring a supergirl at some point but yeah what, what, superboy or like crypto that'd be so cool not in this uh, movie but like at some point you know so, uh, you know crypto the dog it's funny you mentioned him is he's actually a guy that i've always liked <laughs> yeah yeah I've always liked. i think that'd be really cool like he doesn't have to be a main asset to the movie but like just you know throw him in there it'd be you know throw him Shoot, throw, him, throw, throw him a bone yeah throw him a bone have him shoot the bone with the lasers just for a second that'd be sick like <laughs> and we're po- we're possibly talking and by the way to the to the audience there we're talking like way down the line for sure for sure but you never know because this is superman legacy right like what if he just he won't what if he already has a, a crypto or you know and he just He's just not prominent in the movie because he's not important yet, you know? Like, <laughs> Yeah. No, no, I see I see what you're saying. Like, they probably have to figure out, like, a story beat to be like, okay, this is when crypto can be in the, uh-huh. the scene, but, like... Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, it is... James Gunn is one of the major creators of this universe, so he's down for a lot of random characters like that so we could very well see crypto down the line yeah what i like about james gunn is like he's not afraid to like do whatever it is in his projects so like guardians of the galaxy like he really made a rock uh he really made a raccoon talk and that's what rocket is right he's a talking raccoon well an alien not an actual raccoon well but. well, well he, he he wasn't he was a raccoon that was experimented on experimented s- on right significantly and then he Actually, those that don't know uh, Rocky Raccoon 2 Bio, he actually has the strength of a regular human being. So he doesn't have the strength of a, of a raccoon, which would be like, you know, you can just kick him around like nothing. 
and but yeah he made he made a raccoon super like a character that you care about so much and he made a talking tree a character that people love i mean you see baby Groot everywhere yeah you you don't kind of you're not off by those type of characters in those films so i'm like i'm down i like that's what i like about james gunn is like with all the projects that he he listed for us that we're going to talk about later it's like i'm excited because with dc there's so many like it's not grounded marvel a lot of marvel heroes are grounded there are a lot of heroes in marvel that aren't grounded like thor um but i feel like dc they're like the god heroes and well well yeah it's because uh it's funny that it's like that that meme have you seen that meme where it's a picture of the avengers and it's like um humans wanting to be gods and then you see a picture of the justice league and it's gods wanting to be humans and then you see batman (laughs) (laughs) a little dig at batman of course um no um it's funny you say that is dc when they came out and they brought out their heroes they wanted to make their heroes gods while marvel wanted to go about it a different way they wanted to make their heroes relatable and having consistent issues of some kind right be it you know spider-man right uh spider-man for example he, he deals with having to get a job but also having to save the world and you know like the daily stuff so in that regard is yeah so like dc has a lot of these like prominent random godlike creatures all throughout godlike heroes all throughout and and yeah i am excited to see what other characters that i might not be too familiar with coming forward yeah yeah no for sure for sure but um yeah as much as i'd love to talk about superman is we do have to move on to what comes after superman legacy and uh, do you know what that is uh yeah i do actually do you want me to say it do you want me do you I, want... I, I, I can say it okay no, go no ahead i feel I just... like you're really good at introducing yeah. things <laughs> and you blow it up in like this mega big way so go ahead man you go ahead. i mean jesus christ get off the extreme nuts <laughs> these i mean these extreme nuts love it but i mean by all means han so. solo man han solo you the man <laughs> yeah he is he is a lot of lotion too <laughs> Uh, all right. So. You could almost market that and have like, sorry, this is way off topic, but no, no, by all means, go no, ahead. No, no, I don't even want to go. That's like just too much. Anyways, yeah, it's, next it's, it's, ne- it's never enough. This is the nasty things podcast, right. but yeah, but Love to it. announce the following project, it's, it's actually the lantern television fucking series. And what makes this exciting is you have Hal Jordan and John Stewart, which is like growing up as a kid, I actually grew up more with John Stewart because of the Justice League sh- series that I used to watch growing up. I I grew up with both, but um, so I don't yeah I don't really have a favorite, but those two are really really important to me. So I'm glad that they at least established that those two are going to be the main two characters in the in the series. Um, yeah. I will say this though, I'm a little bummed that it's a series. Um, but to be fair, I mean, it could be one of those very high budget series though. It could, like for example, like Game of Thrones, like blown away with the amount of money they put in that, or like uh, Lord of the Rings. And um, and on a positive note, is it's it it we will be part of HBO Max. Yeah, so, so and they're all in that same category, right? Um, exactly, yeah. exactly. Game of Thrones was part of yeah um, HBO, right? House of Dragons, etc. All part of Love HBO. That show. Love that. Love both. Um, well, Great. Yeah. 
Well, Game of Thrones was okay, let's, right? Let's <laughs> not let's not get to season eight. Is what yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We don't have to talk about that. Where what 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 we're mostly speaking of, but um, in that regard, I'm not I'm not too concerned because I do believe that they're going to throw a lot of money into it, man. I mean, I mean, if Disney Plus threw a lot of money into some of their series, right? Is specifically for Lantern? Yeah, they're going to throw some money. And from what I heard, is they're taking it's sort of going to be a more galactic space version of it in a sense, but yeah. it's going to be like true detective. And if anyone that's listening to us hasn't seen true detective, but season one, make sure it's season one, please go watch that. That's a fucking phenomenal show. It's with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. But, but at the same time, it's like, okay, so you're sort of taking ideas from that. Okay. But it's galactical in a sense. So what are they chasing an alien pedophile i guess <laughs> I, mean, I mean that's that's what i'm what i'm interested in i guess i guess i'm curious to see or are they gonna fucking lethal weapon it man you know except it's hal jordan saying i'm too old for this shit you know <laughs> what direction are they gonna go because they're gonna have both of them in it right john stewart and hal jordan yeah i'm i'm so okay so there are two points i have for the show um please please do uh for, well the first mention. one first one is going back to like i'm nervous about the about the, of it being a series because um which it's an hbo one it that that's that brings more positive to me to me positivity right positivity in your way yep. to, to my way because um game of thrones really good show high budget really good great show um, have seen it have seen it um house of dragons really good show same category right um the last of us also an hbo really good show have to you have to see it and also uh watchmen and, oh and i actually haven't seen watchmen oh so great show you haven't seen it <laughs> great show haven't seen it but i will i will see it because hbo i think so far hasn't let me down and um no it's funny you mentioned watchmen sorry to t- interrupt you there you have to fucking see it. <laughs> like, there's no if, ands, or buts. You like, you got to watch it this week. That's how good it is. <laughs> this week, guys. This week. Come on, let's all watch party. We'll make a watch party. Um, sure, why not? But in in terms of like the lanterns, I'm excited for it because they're like the body cops, right? Like they're they're investigating whatever is going on in a galactic way, right? Um, what if? Which, in a sense, sorry, I just, I just did think of something, sort of altered carboning it, in a sense. Yeah. Um, if anyone's seen it, it's a good show. Uh, the hand hasn't seen. It. Also, haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but it's I, on. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, guys. Shout out Netflix. Um, but what if, like, the lanterns? They're trying to, like, for example, Hal and John Stewart. They're trying to go. They're trying to investigate whatever's going down in the in the galaxy right and what if throughout that series what ends up being at the very end and what they pinpointed to is something that just happens to be in earth and that's probably like um i i actually think it will be earthbound for sure like i think it's it's the show won't take place in earth maybe not but i think at the end of it it might it might lead to earth because somehow the lanterns have to connect with like superman and like the and justice league right in my in my my actual belief of it sorry for the interruption is i believe that it'll actually be fully earthbound but in it would a bit of space in the beginning what my prediction actually is oh so more yeah so more land than 
than space. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So what I actually think it might be about is maybe a massive, you know, a, a lantern corpse or like a yellow lantern or even some sort of space alien of some kind ha- goes to Earth to wreak havoc, and uh, they they're not and and they have to go and find that that um that that villain that alien or whatever that's going down to earth or maybe even actually sorry i will com- completely throw all that away oh throwing it in the garbage yes please do <laughs> Boop. yeah thank you okay is actually what i think it could be is maybe john stewart isn't a lantern yet right what and no and <laughs> okay. here and, and and here no but hear this hear this uh, i'm hearing i'm hearing I'm all hearing. right so they send Hal Jordan okay. down to find this creature, and in the process, he meets John Stewart, and John Stewart then becomes a lantern of some yeah. kind. And then Hal Jordan's showing him the ropes, and then they're also hunting down like whatever it is, right? Be it a yellow ring or or a yellow ring lantern. Like Sin- I don't think it'll be Sinistro or Sinestro. Sinestro, yep. I don't think it'll be him, but somebody along that line is. That's what I think they could go. Yeah, I think it's really early, but I really hope they introduce Saint Walker. If you guys don't know who that is, that's the Blue Lantern, very famous Blue Lantern. Uh, yeah, Great um, Lantern. Never seen him. Uh, well, I've seen him in a, a couple of the animated series and the show. Um, what was it? the Green Lantern show? It was like a three three D like animated series, almost like the Clone Wars. He was in it a lot. Um, very cool. Um, and the cool thing about lanterns is like it's not just the yellow and green type it, there there's so many other colors like red blue uh indigo you got the orange and they all mean something black lantern there yeah there is there is a black black lantern and white lantern so like that i actually i actually didn't know there was a white lantern That's yeah kind of funny. yeah there actually is a white lantern and i hope that they get to that point as well like obviously not all those colors but like um i think um, i think for the for the series on its own maybe they should just just my opinion right for green, sure for green, sure. And, green and yellow green That's and what, yellow i honestly i think for just the series just keep it green you don't even have to go another lantern like i think just keep it green because i'm sure at some point they will lead up to a lantern war and it'll probably be against the sinestros which are the um the yellow corpse yellow lantern corpse uh-huh. um yeah so yeah no uh, for sure i I think obviously just keep it green though, because I think keep it green. Um, green what, dicks everywhere. What they are going to investigate maybe might have to do with just. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that just went by my mind. Did you say? Yes, I did. Green okay. dicks everywhere. Okay, man. cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, and I think it might lead to something in the Earth base and and you know connect somehow, and that's maybe that's how land uh, Green Lanterns end up helping superman or batman or whoever they're helping yeah. right and i do i do think that in the series we probably won't get superman or anything no 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 for sure for sure for sure i don't we won't get any of them but i think they will like the only people we'll get will be like kilowag or um i don't know like other any, other, any, other other like, lanterns right other minor <laughs> characters or a ton of a ton of c-listers will definitely yeah 100 100 even made up ones um I don't think quite made up. I don't think James Gunn's willing to. I, I think he has the creativity to make up a lot because nobody knows a lot of the Green Lanterns besides the really hardcore Green Lantern fans, you know, which, besides Kilowog. Kilowog's like a really big one. 
Which, for the most part, I don't know if I've really met any really hardcore Green Lantern fans, for the um, most part. One of my cousins, really into it. Um, what, I, what, we'll I, call him B. We'll, we'll call him B for now. Cousin B, super into the Green Lanterns. He had, like, his passcode on his phone as, like, the Green Lantern number. So, each Green Lantern actually has a serial number. It's, like, sort of like their code of badge or whatever and yeah yeah so he lost me right there when he said i had no fucking idea about that shit man. so yeah so his passcode was the green lantern corpse's code or whatever and, uh-huh. and he knows it by the top of, like he knows it by heart so if you see him another time ask him about it and he's gonna say the number to you all right shout out to b man yeah um, shout out shout out b man b cousin b cousin b um, um which uh yeah after this please do let me know who that is because i would be curious to find out a little bit more about the lanterns for sure for sure yeah no lanterns are really really cool um and yeah i'm, I'm excited for it and i think you might be right about um john stewart not being a lantern at first because in i don't know if it's artwork for that show uh-huh but in that artwork when they were releasing the slate it shows how jordan was a ring and it's green and on the other side is john stewart and it's tainted in like a yellow but uh-huh. he's holding a different ring um and i don't even it, it, that symbol that he has on that ring is not the sinestro corpse symbol it could he could also he could also be wearing a wedding ring <laughs> sure yeah so may, maybe that's just indicating that he's not a green lantern yet um, which which is was kind of my thought because if you're gonna have hal jordan and john stewart um maybe essentially he's not a lantern and then he's chosen in some kind of capacity and then but there's a they have to stop this convicted space alien and hal jordan goes to the help of yeah or sorry i mean yeah hal jordan goes to the help of john stewart um if he is a green lantern john stewart then i would really be hyped to see um guy gardner and kyle rayner there are also other green lanterns that are human i i think that they will there's a big possibility we'll see them i think yeah and it might be one of those things that Either we're going to get an announcement of a Guy Gardner actor or it's just going to be a plain surprise. Yeah. Or, I'm okay with either. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Kyle Rayner, he's going to be sick too if he's, if he's in the show as well. Um, and hopefully like down the future, like this is just like nerd spilling, but like hopefully Hal or Kyle Rayner or Guy Gardner gets to wield like the other lanterns because I know that Guy Gardner gets to wield like the red uh, ring uh-huh. and then Kyle Rayner gets to wield the blue one. And But this is like this way, is way, way down, down the, the line, line most way likely. down the line for sure. This is just me like getting hyped about DC uh, Which, and what they can do, you know, what possibilities can like pretty much like the end game of, of DC, you know. I, I love the optimism, man. I mean, this is the most enthusiastic or optimistic uh, as far as the overall even the nasty things crew i would say this is probably the person most optimistic about it because um oh yeah man like that's the thing like we were talking about earlier in the podcast about like how dc as a brand has been tainted but there's so much that dc can offer for like comic book people you know and they have so many cool ideas that they can do that marvel just hasn't done yet yeah and i mean like later on i'm going to mention some of the sort of things that um come to mind actually no not even uh, is i'll mention it now is 
already I like the idea that there's going to be Elseworld stuff, right? A hundred percent, man. Like, like right away, man. My my biggest concern was the possibility of them saying, you know what, fuck it. There's not going to be the Batman too because the first Batman was so good, and and I already can. I'm I'm, I'm going to already say it. The Batman sequel is probably going to be so damn great. Yeah. And you know, it's just exciting to see that there's going to be possibilities of other yeah like i said like it doesn't have to be dcu connected but like other directors could come in and sort of be like you know what i want to make a movie about yeah like flash for example and but i don't want any connectivity i want it to just be a solo based movie and i like that like i like a connectivity to everything but i also like just the solo stories you know and a lot of the comics in comic in general is not all of them connect they just make really good stories and then somehow throughout a crossover event or whatever they end up making that storyline or whatever if it gets received really well tied into like the canon universe but like but like a a lot of it just kind of starts as as like okay we'll see how this goes we'll print it out we'll shoot it if people read it they read it if they don't they don't Uh, whatever goes well it will be canon exactly and they'll figure it out you know like there's just there's like simple standalone comic stories like even like the long halloween it's it's a standalone batman story like yeah there's other characters that present themselves but it's like when you're watching an animated batman movie for example there's been tons of animated batman movies and they take a lot from the comics Uh but up until recently like now they have like their animated dc universe uh-huh. but before like when you're watching under the red hood like that was in it, it wasn't in any of like an animated universe uh-huh. movie you know it was just like they wanted to make an animated movie about under the red hood you know uh-huh. and things like that you can do with elseworld it doesn't have to be all connected any, any sort of connectivity whatsoever. yeah like they can do whatever story they want to do however they want to do it and it like just gives the director the writer a free flow of just doing anything they want to do and with their with their voice in it and exactly yeah but with that being said my man is later on we'll continue with batman but i did want to say so yeah at the end of the day i think we're both you can clearly tell we're both pretty excited about the green lantern television series yeah. But on to the next project that's coming out. <laughs> this one, again, characters that I don't know too well. But, you know, um, I think the hand might know them a little bit better than me. But the ones I'm talking about, this is actually a movie. Just a heads up to all the audience. And it is The Authority. Oh, I actually didn't know it was a... Well, no, I know it was a, I knew it was a movie. But I guess I just didn't see it as a movie. Because I... Because the authority are kind of like the boys in a way, right? Like, is that... And and please, please do tell the audience because uh, with the authority, you probably have more familiarity than I do. So please do, by all means. Uh, uh, well... The mic is yours. For sure. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so, yeah, the authority are like just a group of people um, that they kind of form their own team without any government advice or, you know they just kind of have everything on in their own hands and they kind of say what goes. So like if they don't like a certain thing and they want to change it, they'll change it. If something like, I don't know, like 
they need to save like a burning building they'll uh-huh. do it in their yeah. own hands they won't have rules to it but they'll they'll go about it their own sort of way and sorry yeah. just quickly they they're not like the boys where they hate like superheroes or anything like that are they no 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 i don't i don't i don't think so they just they just they just will do their thing you know like they, they don't have morals um and so I, so so in that sense yeah they're kind of like the boys in a sense they don't have a moral compass but they'll get the job done they'll but, get the job down yeah done like that's pretty much their team right and um, and sorry for the interruption but what are some of the character do you know some of the character names in the authority yeah so um i didn't i didn't like i'm not gonna go off like all their names analysis and like like you know what their name like what their actual names are and then their superhero name i'll just kind of like say who just who. a brief right like yeah, the, yeah. the core the core members i guess but like you can yeah say. for sure for sure so like the core um we have angela specca uh she's named the engineer and her ability this is really cool actually because her abilities are like the t-1000 from terminator 2 oh so so it took a lot of fucking inspiration from terminator this one okay <laughs> yeah cool. i guess so i guess so and she but she also uses like nanotech and so she can trans like she can shape shift like the t1000 T- but also use it like iron man so like shoot a repulsor like shoot rockets and like just like almost transform her body into whatever so if she needs to fly she can fly if she needs swords she needs she has swords if she wants rocket launchers she'll have rocket launchers she's sort of like the cyborg but the upgrade you know so so she's like a cyborg slash yeah she's the upgrade of cyborg because cyborg can do all those things but one thing i think above it is the liquid nano like body that she has that's pretty sweet actually yeah actually she's she probably would look fucking awesome in a movie too yeah 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 for sure for sure uh another one is jennifer spark she's um seen as like the leader of the group she's oh and and just just quickly sorry for the interruption is this a fully fledged female led uh group actually like female like no no so there there are some guys or some girls but yeah continue with the leader just Um, i was just curious yeah it's it's pretty rounded um in terms of gender but uh jennifer spark um this is an interesting story so uh please do share i'm yeah, all ears man because yeah, okay so one of her stories is that albert einstein is her godfather <laughs> wait wait what <laughs> yeah albert albert um, fucking einstein albert, shout out to albert because, einstein so because jennifer spark i'm gonna say this right now she's the original one I'm going to mention the other one after. Okay. So Jennifer Spark, the original one, I think takes place in around like the World War II era, right? So she, her her grand godfather or whatever is Albert Einstein, something like that. And um, her, her so after her parents die and she yeah. goes to stay with Albert Einstein uh-huh. yep. um, for education and all that shit, um, he tells her, okay, like, you know, come with, live with me. And then she's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But before she leaves, she, she ha- meets a friend and becomes friends with this guy, this artist. And so this artist, you know, is seen to be as this guy who's not really a good artist. Uh-huh. And so she kind of lures him, not lures him, but like gives advice to be like, Hey, why don't you just, 
why don't why don't you do something else you know why don't you do a different career because this isn't working for you you know it's trying to yeah. be a good friend right uh-huh. she's like why don't you get into politics because you're, <laughs> what you're really good at like political speech and all that and people really like, uh-huh. like the way you speak yeah turns out years later he becomes adolf hitler <laughs> so okay uh, already fascinated by yeah, anyways this characteristic here <laughs> yeah so a little backstory i just thought it was really cool her abilities are electricity though and um she can she has decreased aging so she doesn't age so is she sort of like shocker or electro or yeah actually because she can go into like the electrical um current things that run in the Electri- city. El- electrical currencies all throughout the city okay. yeah yeah you know she can do whatever with electricity uh, another character in the team is called apollo he is like the captain america but with superman in the team so um so he's like cap and superman all in one well the reason why i say cap he's he's his attitude is probably not like cap but the only reason why i say cap is because he's a soldier so he he was originally a soldier and a black ops like um leader i think it was and after that he gains the the he gains the abilities like superman and he oh okay yeah, okay so and by using the sun as like energy uh-huh. he grows stronger right yeah. so if you take away the sun eventually he will get worn out and he needs sun to like rejuvenate himself yeah that that's what his character is so he can shoot lasers he can fly he has super strength all that stuff interesting so so so, yeah he really is like superman but with a military yeah i guess so i don't yeah interesting okay he sounds kind of cool um uh is he actually the most powerful out of the crew no oh okay well continue on then that's why i'm like i wonder if they're gonna do that in the movie because he's not one of the powerful people he is one but he's not the powerfulest um Okay, so I mentioned Jennifer Sparks earlier. Um, so turns out there's another character called Jennifer Quantum. And she... Just by the name, she sounds like a badass. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much the whole gist of it is instead of using... Instead of having electricity powers, she has quantum powers. And it turns out that um, Jennifer Quantum is actually Jennifer um, Spark. Yeah, it's actually Jennifer Spark, but reincarnated what yeah and that's what apollo and i'll talk about right after midnighter find out afterwards and they go and try to capture her but uh, i think the military government like Uh uh-huh they want to they know about it as well and they want to capture that baby yeah and so they kind of like it's like it's just bloodshed after that so anyways apollo and midnighter so take custody of her so in a sense a lot of this crew sounds like a just a lot of this crew sounds like a crew that needs redemption in a sense man (laughs) well yeah in a way um apollo and midnighter midnighter um they go to capture the baby they take custody they become the parent of that baby and then as they're raising it i guess that baby with the quantum abilities is able to uh, increase aging so she turns into like a teen and then that's how her like origin is formed and so so she comes from an adult to a teen and yeah yeah with quantum abilities but yeah she's like the original jennifer spark but she has quantum abilities so she can do whatever she wants with quantum that's pretty it's pretty gangster man i'm not gonna lie yeah she kind of got an upgrade 
um midnighter i just brought brought him up yeah um he is he he so interesting i didn't know this but he uh-huh he has a relationship with apollo the superman guy yeah so so they're like banging each other yeah you yeah, know? yeah yeah and green raised, dicks everywhere he, you know he raises uh jennifer quantum um and his abilities is that he has like super speed i don't think it's like super super speed like flash but like he's he's fast so he's probably not part of the speed uh or sorry the uh i forget what it's the, called right the now speed force the speed force no yeah. no 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 so Fun fact, Speed Force can only be by flashes. And an, another fun fact is Jay Garrick is one of the flashes, but he didn't get his powers from the Speed Force. He got it some, um, I forget how, but it was a different scientifically way he got it from. And so out of all the flashes, everybody else can use the Speed Force and run fast to go into the Speed Force. Jay Garrick actually can't interesting that's a okay yeah uh, the hand speeding some f- feeling very professory today yeah so anyways the midnighter has uh, superhuman strength and he's like that type of character where like if bullets are flying into him he won't like stop he'll just keep going in a way and yeah. so so in other words he li- he lives his life with no fucks given yeah pretty, my kind of hero pretty, man pretty much pretty much um another character is called the doctor um he's super smart and very successful but he doesn't like that lifestyle so instead he goes somewhere else tries to hide himself from like society and he starts doing drugs to escape (laughs) so he's shooing up heroin yeah i i'm gonna make an early prediction here yeah 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 it might be one of the first r-rated movies out of the warner bros slate man who knows like i feel like with this one they can do whatever and that's why i'm kind of thinking like this is this sounds like the boys to me but um what his abilities are are he can turn like he can do whatever he wants with his mind so like if like if he if so he wanted, essentially he's like charles xavier almost right but but the like more because he can turn your body into like whatever or like or like what's his mind this guy sounds fucking op as a fuck man yeah 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 or and apparently he lifts up cities he left up he lifted up a city and made it disappear so like that that's almost like his his abilities he really he really is like god tier man yeah 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 another one this one's a really silly one but he's a former he's like um one of the famous ones but his name is jack uh hawksmore and he became a leader one of the leaders but like jack hawksmore (laughs) yeah he became one of the leaders in the early 2000s yeah um but this get this so his abilities are being able to control the city what (laughs) yeah so so basically like his he he, he's known as like the king of cities and his like so if there's a big like for example you take vancouver city right it's a big city yeah of course yeah he can use the city to attack so like he can transform like the light post and like make it like maybe slingshotty and like just slingshot a, what the fuck man? or like he can like transform like um again you know what so like an, one of the things that he's done uh-huh. is he made like i think the city of tokyo into a, a giant robot to fight the city of kansas 
<laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> so, so like things like that this is pretty cool and interesting. I never thought about that. And so this, like he this. has like a a connection with the city. Okay, man. Yeah. So so like if you attack the city, I'm I think he will feel it, you know? So like if the city's burning, he's probably gonna, he's probably fucked. <laughs> so, yeah, again, <laughs> this feels so James Gunn, man. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then another one you'll probably see her in the cover. All these guys I'm, and girls I mentioned are yeah. the ones in like all the covers. Uh, Swift is like the hot girl one. Uh-huh. She, she's the one with wings. Yeah. And so like she can, she has wings. She can fly. She's said to be able to fly as fast as speedsters. That's, that's why she can catch them. So I'm assuming she can catch the flash with how fast she can fly. Uh, she can make her hands talent like so like she has like abilities to like do anything what birds have you know yeah um she has incredible eyesight so when she's flying she can like really look down and like find you um yeah that's fucking insanity man yeah these people are like crazy um one of the most wildest of i mean you know what i gotta say there is a bit of excitement because I'm curious, like how, for one, how many of these characters are going to bring to that, life. That, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I wonder how they're going to do it. And I think Professor said earlier, like they might just like release like new other characters. Uh huh. And that makes sense because a lot of these guys are powerful beings. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like overly powerful, man. And if, and if you have like Superman somehow take them down, like I feel like super, even Superman might have a trouble. He 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 he. Like I feel like Apollo, who's like the Superman guy. He's already enough for Superman, I feel, you know, like that's yeah. already a pretty even match. But then you have like the doctor who can transform, who he can do anything with his mind. You have um, the, you know, like the Jack Hawksmore guy who can use the city to attack you. And yeah, you know what? Yeah, they're, they're probably going to depower them a bit, man. I mean, for sure, for sure. It already sounds like a, like a shit ton of fucking... Like, how the fuck can he stop these guys, really? No idea, no idea. But, you know, that that makes them for great heroes that will become villains. Yeah, you know? that, that could be a good story. Like, I, I definitely think they're going to be the villains. Uh-huh. But we're going to get a movie and we're going to get arcs where they're treated as heroes, but really they're just bad guys. And they're almost like godlike. So, like, the whole chapter one, gods and monsters, how I was saying earlier, like, what if the monsters are viewed as, like... um the heroes the actual heroes and really the gods are like the fucked up guys yeah so essentially yeah so like these are this is what you mean about that like rather than gods and monsters right as people think the monsters are the bad ones and then the gods are the what the saviors but really it's gonna be the contrary the monsters are the saviors the gods are the reckless ones yeah yes and so um and i guess superman i don't know like we don't know enough about superman in in this movie coming up but maybe a lot of people don't know about Superman. And so that's why he's not seen as a god or whatever. Maybe they do. But um, they are going to have a different turn on their view of gods with these characters. Exactly. And in that note, I'd say it's a wait and see. We'll see what happens with this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. But on to the next one. And this one, I know for a fact, for one, clearly I'm excited because of the character that it is. But I know that the Han, Han Solo is ecstatic 
because of who is with this character in this movie. And he is a character we haven't seen much of since way before. But before I get, you know, before the audience gets really bored about who I'm going to, who I'm talking about is I'll just spill the beans. It's Batman, but it's the brave and the bold. And the reason why I know for a fact, Han Solo and I believe Mark with the mouth specifically, all of them, like them two are pretty hyped and love the Bat family. So in this movie, it's actually going to be a Batman and Robin movie. And the Robin that they went with is Damian Wayne, which is my least favorite Robin, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. But if there is a Damian Wayne, there has to have been a Dick Grayson and possibly a Jason Todd that have already existed in this world. And, of course, my my boy, the hand over here's favorite Robin, which is Tim Drake. So there's a possibility that those three Robins already exist pre-Damian Wayne. But uh, with that being said, how do you feel about this? Okay. Um, I'm ex- I'm I'm really excited. What gets me worried is because there's been there is now like a few Batman prod Batman people around right now. So there's Ben Affleck who's a- apparently might be appearing in Aquaman. Um, you have uh, Robert Pattinson having his trilogy, and then you have um, this Batman who we don't know who he and like, and, and, is. and that's not even mentioning uh, Michael Keaton. It's oh, gonna yeah. be in, in Flash, Mike, Michael Keaton too. There's a lot of Batman, so I feel like a lot of people might be a little bored about Batman. Um, Hopefully to, not. Like I love Batman, but like to 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 be fair, just to respond to that is on a positive note is if you look at the slate of things, right? Is I believe the Brave and the Bold will come out like much later on. So, and at that point, we'll have the Batman 2 that has already been released, but that's around um, 2025, which we didn't mention earlier because that's more of an Elseworld uh, DC stuff. So, by then, uh, by then, we won't even be thinking of Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck. It'll mostly be Pattinson and the new Batman that they decide to go with. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. Um, no, but I'm excited for this movie. Um the reason being is because again like you were saying the whole robin story i love robin as much as like a lot of media has shit on robin i feel like to be fair i like him when he's nightwing jason todd and even um tim drake which later on becomes, becomes the red robin the red robin yeah. is they become better when they're not just robin just okay, my I, opinion i guess i agree with that like that ma- that makes sense like that i think that's where a lot of their characters are just more interesting and they're kind of like they're they're their own characters they're not following a shadow but what makes it different is because this is damian wayne a lot of those other robins that followed batman were they were like real they really followed batman's instructions you know they really looked up to batman where damian he looks up to Batman, but he also has his different morals and he doesn't give a fuck. Like and he, he's just, he's a kid that just doesn't care. And also just on a, just to the audience members that may not know why he is this way. Can you explain to them why he is this way? Well, because so Damian Wayne grew up with, um, Talia go, who is his mother, um, who is part of, the Al Ghul's uh, Ra's Al Ghul, the the League of Assassins. 
uh they're assassins that are you know you know they're, they're just assassins in gotham city they're not just assassins but they're the big assassins organization in- which they they do have a kind-hearted way of they have a heart sorry a good their their thoughts are good on what they want to do but the way they handle it is not good in other words sure yeah and 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 like that's where he's raised up in pretty much and batman doesn't even know that he has a kid until like i guess talia mentions it at some point in the comics and then um she's just kind of like here this is your son right and he's like oh what the fuck take him yeah (laughs) take him back get out now i'm gonna go grab some milk you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go bone the other uh, (laughs) yeah Catwoman, right exactly no um Um, yeah no i I agree with him in, in that sense is and also even though i'm not the biggest damien wayne fan personally is at least we'll probably see that in the movie the moral the struggle of damien wayne being the way he is and bruce sort of showing him the way that that's not the way things go i think yeah i think that's that's like at first when i heard about um damien wayne being the robin i was like what the fuck like i don't want him to be the robin of the movie but the thing about damien is like it's almost smart because first you have okay you have the batman family already established and james gunn already said we're gonna have the this is like the beginning of the bat family in live action right and and that's kind of why like sorry to interrupt quickly um when they said it was damian wayne i was like but i right away said that means that dick is around jason is around and tim is around so yeah and as i was saying earlier like all the other Robins, they followed Rob uh, Batman. They they were inspired by. Oh, and Batman sorry, a lot. sorry for the interruption. We forgot another key member, Batgirl. Oh, Barbara yeah, and, Bat- and, and Batgirl too. Batwoman as well. You also have Batwing, but we don't yeah, talk about it. <laughs> let's not talk about uh, Batwing. Which and, also and, and also Huntre- Batwoman. Huntress apparently it, not apparently she is one of the Bat family. I just don't consider her a Bat family. I kind of see her as more of like an arrow kind of team thing. Uh, but to be fair, you see her that because of the shitty CW arrow show. Though. No, I think I think why I see it that way is because Huntress uses arrows, you know? Like, that's her thing. Green Arrow uses arrows. That's his thing. All these bat guys, they're in the bat cave. The Robin may be, be maybe about birds, you know? But, like, Batman and Robin were always a thing together, right? Hey, hey, come on, man! Don't don't talk about them like that, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of figured like hunters would fit more with the arrow team because of the old no, no, the I, arrows and shit. That yeah, they no, use. I, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But yeah, like the bat family is enormous. Um, but to do with Damien Wayne, why I think it's smart is because um, Damien is kind of hard to work with, and he does his his things his own ways. So like if he needs to assassinate somebody just to get them out of his way, like he'll do it. But that's the main thing about Batman. He doesn't kill. Right. And a lot of things that Damien does, Batman just doesn't agree with. And, uh, to an extent you can argue with Jason Todd, but Jason Todd didn't essentially start off that way. He was just some, a kid that wanted to follow Batman and then eventually got corrupted. Damien already started this way. Corrupted, but also in a sense, uh, the big thing about Jason Todd is he was brutally killed by killed, the Joker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and, what I'm saying. Like he, and then, and then, in the sorry, sorry to spoil it to any uh, fans that m- maybe they do a storyline of this. He was brought back to life by Razal going the Lazarus Pit. So yeah, and yeah. So with Damien, I feel like there's a a really good redemption arc 
that I can see being written in this whatever if they make a trilogy about this these two duos yeah and And i can almost see it as like damien being so like he his character probably changes so much that he maybe he maybe he like i don't know like he he gets to the point where he's he would even sacrifice himself for batman you know or bat batman will will come to terms with him so much that maybe even batman will sacrifice himself for his which son. i think i think batman would be willing to do that for sure for, especially if it's his real son right like exactly exactly um but i i feel like there's a really good redemption arc for this damien character that they're going to introduce and, and may, maybe like a lot of the a lot of the uh, fans out there that aren't the biggest damien fans is this is an opportunity to turn a lot of us around and make him uh yeah like make him a a likable character yeah for sure i think i think damien will be likable when they introduce him in the film um i hope that they go a little bit older than what he actually is in the comics because in the comics he's i think he's like around 12 something like that 11 maybe younger uh i i think the rumor is they're gonna go pretty young but i mean it's wait and see right we'll see what happens and Again, this is the early slate. This is just uh, one of the movies that's announced that's coming in the first chapter. For sure, for that's sure. That's what she said. And yeah, no, Damien brings a lot of lore. And if you're bringing the Bat family, they also bring their own lore. So that it, that's just stuff that I've always been wanting from a Batman movie. And Batman universe is just more Batman lore. More lore that they can really go like endless and and do whatever they want, right? Uh-huh. So like more of the uh the Bat family being in the inclusion of everything. That too, but like not not just that. Like like a lot of the characters tie into each other. So like you have like for, that's what I like about Matt Reeves's Batman is you have like Penguin being really close connections with uh Falcone who has the Iceberg Lounge and then once Falcone dies, uh the Penguin takes over the Iceberg Lounge and the Iceberg Lounge is such a popular location in Gotham City. Oh yeah, big time. And so I love that connectivity. And then Falcone is close with Selena Kyle, and Selena uh-huh. Kyle is Catwoman. And the way oh, yeah. they're close together, I think in the movie they did it a little differently because what did they do? Like he was he, he was, was uh, the, her father, the father. I think. I don't but know. you know, like, and that's the one thing that I'm that's going to be very tough to nail. I think when this movie comes out is nailing gotham the way reeves nailed gotham man yeah but yeah no that's that's gonna be tough because what reeves did almost felt like arkham city like oh man he just he just fucking nailed gotham man and also it was like the animated batman kind of feel you know it was very like a gothic look to it but very modern Mm -hmm. um dark rainy um, gloomy all throughout gloomy man. but you have the neon lights on the side like i love i love that stuff exactly and could you imagine like down the line when we see like ace chemicals yeah and and another thing like like ace chemicals like you can have batman introduce joker and and joker you know has connects ties with like uh jason todd and then Jason Todd has connects ties with the League of Assassins, which then brings back to Damien again. There's just so much connectivity. Exactly. That so I love. And and that's why I think for the most part is that's why you can see like I'm excited too, right? Because I'll take as much good Batman 
product that I can get. And if they nail this, then fuck, by all means, you have me on board. I, you had me at Bruce Wayne. So. 100%, 100%. Um, in terms of Bat Family, who do you think will be introduced? Because I personally don't think they will uh, bring Jason Todd into it. Um, like he probably exists, but he won't be in the story. And I don't think Tim Drake will either. I actually, it's funny you say that is I think that, uh, the other member that we'll get is Dick Grayson. and Barbara. Yeah, I agree. But as far as Jason Todd, it could be a character that maybe they go about it in a different way where Jason Todd did exist. But as far as the current timeline is they could also say that he is dead and they think he's dead that i also was thinking that as well like what if he they just like he's dead in their eyes they just didn't know that he's still around exactly and then that's where it leads to a possible could be a sequel you know like where i don't know a sequel or like a third or whatever film but that could lead to a, a movie that like people love in the animated world, which is I love it too, is Under the Red Hood. Maybe it's something that could happen in the future, and maybe as of right now, is maybe even you see Bruce in the beginning of meeting Damien, being hesitant of having of having Damien even be around him, or even you know become a Robin of any kind, because maybe he had just dealt with the trauma of Jason Todd, and in his mind, Jason's dead. And he and he couldn't save him. Yeah. Dick is around, but like he couldn't save Jason. So it could be something they set up for the future. And because of that, I don't think we see Jason Todd whatsoever. I think my predictions are Dick Grayson, Barbara Gordon, and of course, I mean Damian Wayne is the the star of the of the movie for sure. I think. Um, so a lot of people have been having heat over Damian Wayne because they're like, well. It, that's not how it should be you know like it should be dick grayson because he was the first robin and like if you're gonna have a batman movie with a robin you have to have the first robin which is dick grayson right and then he becomes nightwing and then you have to get into jason todd all that they want to do it like in order right but the thing about that is like first once you introduce damien you already have all that stuff out of the way i think like yeah. yes it makes for great great story and hopefully we see that one day in the film but that doesn't mean that they can't re revisit that story beat. Exactly. For, for example, for Jason Todd, which is what you were just saying, like uh-huh. not that long ago. And and even even Dick Grayson. I mean, you could really even at some point in time maybe just make a like an HBO Max series yeah, like of Dick a series. Grayson. Yeah, for sure. And you see, and then it shows flashbacks of when he was Robin or whatever, and then you get a like a standalone. Uh, Disney Plus uh, Dick Grayson series, which honestly I'd be all than more than down for. Yeah, and I I only bring that because I, yeah I have been hearing a lot of heat for why why should the fourth Robin be the Robin for the first you know live action not live action first live action but like first Robin to come back in live action you know no no I, no and and i get it right because i am a big batman fan and when i and, and like i mentioned earlier is i was pretty hesitant hearing damian wayne but i, I mean it also brings excitement because that means that you know dick grayson's already nightwing so so in that in that regard you know there is there is some excitement and you know as a batman fan i'm more than happy with seeing what the vision of the dcu version of batman will be but uh, if it doesn't work out, thank God I got the Reeves universe, and I'm super hyped for True. the Batman too. And I'm pretty, and I'm calling it right now. 
just gonna announce it. Oh, right? oh. Is I predict, and um, and we'll see if I'm right or wrong, and, and because it is coming out in two years. Okay. Is Mr. Freeze will be the villain? Oh, I hear. Um, um, Hugo Strange might be. Could be a possibility. I think he could be a very big side character, but I I, I stand by it. I think it's Mr. Freeze. But uh, with that being said, we do have as much as I can talk about Batman all day. That literally could be a whole podcast itself, for sure. Exactly. We can uh, down the line. We'll have a Batman lore um, episode where it's just regarding Batman the whole time. But this is the DCU chapter one. Um, episode. So, with that being said, what comes after The Brave and the Bold is, now it's another television series, and this time I want you to announce it. You know which one this is. Uh, this is uh, Elseworlds. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is Booster Gold. I thought we were talking about Elseworlds. Um, no, yeah. no, we, we, we were, but like we kind of went away from the DCU right, side of right. things. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, this is Booster Gold. Booster Gold's um very very cool um the reason why i say that is because like he's a character who comes from the future goes back in time because he wants to be seen as a hero and with the future technology because, that he has and and because in in the future he was like a major loser yeah so so what else to do than to just create a new life so he goes back in time and creates a new name for himself and becomes the hero of of you know the dc and and modern times but while using future technology and also uh essentially he is the deadpool of the dcu in, in other words or dc sort, sorry sort of sort, sort of, of but sort not of. really yeah because like deadpool like he'll like even go fourth wallish booster gold um they're smart with it like they'll have like booster gold like maybe magazines in the background that kind of winks at like the reader but it's not him necessarily exactly right? and and you know what you could even before we he's get like to uh the... he's like johnny cage uh-huh he's like yeah because he's johnny cage wants to be like he's like the hollywood guy booster uh-huh. Gold wants to be the hollywood guy so he acts like this really famous guy exactly and what i was gonna say is that maybe even all throughout before we meet booster gold is maybe like you mentioned the magazines maybe we'll see like on the side of like the dcu like a magazine that shows booster gold or something just as a nod yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. that could be very cool um that'd be cool and uh yeah like that's yeah it's it's, it's exciting about booster gold but i'm curious to see what his part is in all this like I, I don't even think it will connect really it's more of just like we want to make a booster gold movie and have it be a part of our universe and and people and fans have kind of clamored for it in a sense like so yeah i guess these james gunn like being a fan of very weird characters is said ah oh, fuck it let's do it yeah I'm, I'm excited for this project i it's gonna bring a lot of fun into it um i could even see james gunn just directing it as well and 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 i'd actually be super on board with him directing this too yeah because it's seems yeah. just seems fitting for him in yeah opinion. yeah yeah so booster gold's definitely up there that i want to see um hopefully someday he'll cross over with um blue beetle the original one though the yeah. new one is cool but i want to i have always liked the original blue beetle with the booster gold yeah and and that's a that's a major possibility but uh 
Moving on to the other character. I mean, unless you have something else you'd like to no, bring no, up I, regarding no, Booster Gold. I don't. I don't. I, I'm, I'm excited for this character. He's fun. He's really funny. And uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know who I'd cast for him besides I really want Chris Pratt, but I don't think he <laughs> will do it because yeah me neither but i could see i could see that happening yeah actually so i don't know who knows who knows yeah it's a lot to come and that moves us over to the next character that we're getting in the slate and this character is also a kryptonian and she will be getting her own movie who is that character that is cryptic. No, I'm kidding. It's Supergirl. I actually forgot about this one. And I think um, this is what kind of made me anxious about the whole universe in a way. Well, not really. This is this wasn't like the breaking point. But, um, well, okay. So, Supergirl, Supergirl is being introduced. I'm excited for it. I love Supergirl. She's awesome. But... Um, and sorry, sorry, just to interrupt quickly, uh, just uh, just a side note is the movie is also called Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Oh, OK. That it's honestly it's a it's a really cool title. I think um, one of Superman's titles was Man of Tomorrow, but um, I guess they changed it for Supergirl or maybe she originally had it for it as a comic as well. But I love the title. Awesome. Um, super excited for it. I just. I'm curious to see how they do it because James Gunn initially said that Superman is this young Superman being introduced in this universe. And um, if you're having a young Supergirl and a young Superman, I don't know, like to me, um, I like not that Superman should be old, but like, yeah, I don't know. Like when you say young, I think of like, like 20s, 25, 20s, et cetera. 20s going on to 30s, not 30s you know like he's about to go go into his 30s but he's uh-huh. still in the 20s um my my sort of take on what i think that they'll do with supergirl is i think she'll actually be a teen and then you'll have maybe a superman that's like in his mid-20s so like 25 26 or even even early 30s can work right and what i do like about the supergirl character in a sense is essentially she saw like uh, Krypton be destroyed and blown up, and then she went on to a. Uh, I always forget what it's called, but into a chamber where, essentially, you're asleep, right, and you don't age or nothing. So what I think they will do is she's technically supposed to be older than Superman, but because she was stuck in that chamber and then she was sent to Earth, and it wasn't opened until let's say current times, is you can have her being younger than clark for sure for sure and i just what they did in the comics like and that's exactly what i think they're gonna do with this one you can even have this movie mostly take place in krypton and then it ends with her landing on earth yeah another cool story is what she offers to the table is the introduction of brainiac because um a lot of the stories that i know of um brainiac likes to collect a lot of worlds or chunks of it at least and it just so happens that he gathered like he he has trapped like her side of krypton so where her family resided and he has that as like a trophy and when and i think that's how he knows that there are kryptonians living on earth i'm not sure how that actually goes about but um 
I just know that there is a connection with Brainiac for sure. And, you know, it could be also a possible setup for Brainiac in the future. So maybe what this movie is, it's essentially setting up Brainiac as a major villain for a future project, right? So maybe that's one of the reasons why Supergirl is critical for, like, near the end of, it seems, chapter one of all these stories that's, that are going through the DCU. Yeah, I may introduce, like, maybe chapter two will be, like... Um aliens and even though green lantern's like alien based but like and superman is too but um but they're viewed as like gods i guess to the to the world and to the average man yeah yeah and I'm, I'm sure that chapter one is gonna be really grounded based in terms of like people looking up to those type of th- beings in in their world but then above that it's like aliens and space and all that and I'm sure we're going to get that in chapter one, but I think there might be maybe an emphasis more on the, on the space side in chapter two. Yeah. And no, that, and that's a major possibility. And, um, and, and for that reason, yeah, it's, it it should be all right. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with it. And, and, uh, what, yeah, why not have Supergirl in? Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm excited for the project. I, that my only issue was the Superman thing, but like, again, like they could always just, um, explain that whole backstory on like, how she's just happens to appear younger than superman or or like no she is is that the cryo oh, that's not now i remember what it's called the cryo chamber so the cryo chamber kept her at her youth yeah. and that's kind of what i think they're gonna do with her so she lands well, and they have to they have to it, that that's just a part of that comes with supergirl like that is her story exactly and and that's why yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes and maybe they'll introduce power girl who knows possibility not Those in are, this movie but some you, down the line uh, exactly if, oh if you bring in supergirl in a dc universe you have to bring in power girl at some point exactly and and she it'll be fascinating to see who they pick as power girl <laughs> because thank god uh, do you think there's going to be a clear description uh, on casting major major possibility major. they can't I, I they think can't they, not disclude it. Yeah, but I, I think they probably won't put it as description. They'll just happen to pick ones with that description that they're thinking in their minds. Yeah. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, Power Girl is known for... for a specific asset that she has. Yeah, in, in the <laughs> chest area. Um, yep. And this is... We are getting a little nasty here, and it is a Nasty it Things podcast. It is a podcast. Nasty Things podcast. We're not going to go more in depth, but... Um, but yeah, even is, I think even the writers or whoever yeah. is making the comic at the time F- funny enough they is make there, a lot of jokes about it yeah funny enough is they even have like a guy get saved in the comics and she even says uh my my face is up here oh oh sorry yeah so they make it's it's just like a fun a little, little silly joke yeah. but uh with that being said moving on from supergirl is this movie i'm actually pretty excited about because there's just something about this character that i love and Actually, Professor Ed is also a big fan of this character, too. And for whatever reason, we both just really like him. And that character is Swamp Thing. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Swamp Thing. That That's going to be really cool. But I, but I always get confused with Swamp Thing and Man Thing. They, they, they are very similar characters, except uh, with Man Thing, up until the Disney Plus series, like if you ever like see his comics and stuff, he's essentially just a plant that just attacks just, things. Yeah, yeah. Swamp Thing has more of a... He, he has more... more con- no, he is conscious, and yeah. he has a lot going on. And here's the interesting thing about Swamp Thing. 
Do you know that there's already a rumored director for that movie? Oh, is there? And I'll tell you, can you I'll, can you take a guess on who you think it is? Uh, well, I, I, I'm not good with directors, but okay, I'm fair gonna, enough. I'm going to throw a wild card over here. All but, right, all right, all right. Play um, by all means, man. Uh, get nasty. I'm, uh, if we're going to get nasty, I'm going to say uh, fucking... Um, Ooh, the first swear word of uh, the, the hands, the whole first swear word of the day. Wicked. Definitely not. <laughs> there, right. I've thrown a lot of other ones, but uh-huh. yeah, um, I don't know, man. Uh, who, who was that? James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> James fucking Cameron. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> I mean, it would be pretty hilarious if he did. He's, he's going to win he's, the millions. He, he's like, <laughs> I, I will give you one thing, though is this director's first name is james if you can believe it okay and the director that's rumored to be at helms of the swamp thing project and it's funny because this is like the last out of the slate of the chapter one and superman's coming out before this is it's actually james mongold and for those that don't know uh, directors by names i'll give you some of the movies he's done he did the wolverine and he also did the great Logan movie. And right now he's at the helms of the new Indiana Jones movie. So I'm actually fucking excited that he's a possible candidate. I think he'll nail Swamp Thing, in my opinion. Yeah, that'd be cool. What if he fails? <laughs> if he fails, well, fuck, let's hope that the other movies didn't fail. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm excited. I think, James, I think it is a good time to bring in uh swamp thing into the to the mix because their whole chapter is gods and monsters and i feel like the monsters were kind of thrown in the beginning of that chapter and now at the very end it's the swamp thing so and you're closing out like with one of the biggest monsters which is swamp thing and there's uh, i think that i heard somewhere rumors that there could possibly even be a constantine like appearance or something oh but that that's not introduced like they, they haven't said anything about that no 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 and but i think i think i like read somewhere for sure like and 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 whatever ends off right now for their chapter james gunn has already said that that doesn't mean that's the end of chapter one that's just what they have released right now you know like they probably already have plans for what's coming else in chapter one yeah um they just they're not gonna really say it's too soon like they a lot of these uh projects don't even have dates the only uh-huh. ones i know of i think it's just the superman which is in two years time and and the, the waller the and, waller television yeah. series uh creature commandos of course yeah so they they still need time to they still need time to like figure out things work their scheduling find who, who's gonna be a part of that project um but for sure like there is more to come so constantine might be a part of that chapter one yeah and uh no it's it, I, yeah it's, like like we were saying earlier it, it's a very exciting time regarding all this and but i do find it fascinating that they already have sort of a director in mind for swamp thing but there hasn't been any sort of announcement regarding superman that's coming out a little earlier but i mean yeah i feel like everything's kind of just in the mix uh-huh. A, a little bit which gets me a little worried and but I, I i wouldn't be surprised if maybe in the next few weeks to a month we get an announcement of the possible director yeah yeah yeah. i what scares me is that uh james gunn is really open about everything and so he's been tweeting about like plans and like everything that's going to come out and like 
what he wants to announce and this and that or like people asking like oh like trunks over non-trunks for superman and he's like yeah okay let's put out a poll and now it gets people invested which is a way to get people invested but like i don't know because what if he has a plan then he changes his mind and now he has to restate um, his statement from before i think i think his plan will stay the same and i think he does have a plan or what if he gives too much and now we're not kind of surprised you know i think uh, if you if you see a lot of what he tweets is most of it is just like simple things like possible character things and i don't think he'll full-fledgedly reveal overly like no crazy sure. he, amount he, of things he can't like i think contractually he can't legally he can't because um i don't know it, it, it gives too much information for the people that want to watch the movie and if you already know a lot about the movie i feel like why even bother watching the movie there are some people that we know in our group that will read spoilers yeah. but uh, like i don't think 80 like 95 percent of it except for me and uh but the handle here but there is some leeway there because if you're reading something that we don't know if it's real it's like a theory or like a speculation of the movie um you have to see it to believe it right but if the person the man himself the source is saying it <laughs> yeah. then it's like whoa what the what the fuck man like and <laughs> no yeah to a degree but i think that the the superman trunk thing is just it's just like a fun little thing to yeah, yeah. he's being a little silly and he he probably will go with what the fans want honestly in that regard but i think as far as storytelling stuff probably not yeah but yeah i'm, I'm excited for swamp thing he's gonna be cool um i like how he's able to um like sense he he's able to con- like control the environment around him in terms of nature and i like how since he's one with nature like if you step near him or like if you're around him he can kind of feel your presence so like exactly um he could be as powerful to a point where he might even sense you from halfway around the world i think but he just uh-huh. hasn't gone to that point yet yeah, and and what is fascinating about this is that James Gunn has also sort of announced that this will kind of be the horror. Mm-hmm. It'll be a horror movie in a sense. So I think yeah, Swamp Thing in a horror movie I think works pretty well. I yeah i I almost kind of see it as like Swamp Thing might be able to be to like know what's actually going down, but nobody knows who he is. Nobody knows where to look for him. So like, let's say there are things going on in the DCU that are like bad, like the the authorities uh-huh, uh-huh. he might know what's going on but he doesn't know anybody to to really like release that information and, and also he's probably more focused on like his plans his and, own plans you know and, and, and all people stuff. see him as a monster so they're not gonna go up to him it's kind of like oh i said earlier like the, the monsters, monsters and the gods. might be seen as bad people gods are going to be seen as good people but it's actually the reverse yeah so you have the monster sort of the hero that nobody's listening to and the gods that they're listening to yeah but uh yeah like with that being said um so yeah so what do you are you pretty it seems like you're pretty excited as as far as the dcu stuff is there anything else that you would like to mention regarding the dcu or anything else there um well there is this um the mascara project Uh uh-huh um please please uh and by all means what james james um not james uh what james gunn has stated it's like it's kind of like the game of thrones of dc uh and what he means by that is like game of thrones uh a lot of 
what game of thrones is is like people wanting to have the throne the main throne right and so they're ruling over kingdoms yeah in this story um it's going to be just mainly about the mascara but how the mascara was created formed um because uh, i guess before then it wasn't just um uh, a land of women because that's what the mascara is that's where one woman's people is it's a land of women but now we're going to be i guess learning about how it came to be and there's yeah. going to be men who want to rule uh-huh yep keep 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 uh speaking away um and so basically um we're just going to see who takes over it's most likely going to be the women uh for the mascara but they could do a plot twist or whatever at the very end and then we have to see a season two to really get it done um but yeah 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 continue continue for yeah. sure um but let me I'll, I'll just get in the gist of what is a, 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 where they're getting the idea from yeah because the mascara is about wonder woman eventually uh-huh. we have to lead to wonder woman yeah um so the mascara this project so wonder woman wouldn't even she's she this is like a prequel okay okay so that's perfect that's funny because i was just about to ask you whether it was wonder woman would be featured in this so it would be a prequel to a wonder woman yes. film of some kind so she's not even going to be a part of the the show this is like all way back and i this is just gods versus gods at this point with women and and all that stuff i don't really know what they're doing but that's kind of the gist of it that actually sounds pretty sounds pretty hype man it could be and it and you were saying it's a television series or yeah it's gonna be i think an hbo of course it's of course it's hbo max yeah man Uh, (laughs) but uh, a cool thing about it so they call it they call it they're gonna call it paradise loss um but there actually is a comic of wonder woman called wonder woman paradise lost and what that story is is um the gods wanting to make a new greece new uh greek world yeah and what they do is of course yeah they go to gotham and Uh they want to use gotham as the land for their new greece right yeah and so batman has to investigate what's going on what's happening and he can't do it himself so he aids he gets wonder woman to aid him but then those um god villains like Ares and these other ones yeah uh take control of like their bodies so like you'll have like joker or like scarecrow poison ivy um even batman gets yeah. controlled and so now wonder woman has to uh sort of um yeah, she has yeah, to sort she has of to stop deal with them. those situations, right? She has to stop them. And because this is in Gotham, she has help from like Nightwing and Robin. And she has like her own sidekick, Wonder Girl, which hopefully in the DCU, they in, they introduce Wonder Girl. Yeah, it could be it could be something that we see much later on down the line. For sure. Like this is way like we don't even have a Wonder Woman yet, but that's uh, pretty interesting. But the thing is, is like this series is going to be nothing like this comic so that's where i think a lot of fans are going to be like what really will go down besides that the mascara has to be ruled by women at the end of it if it's going to be a prequel so that's fun that's cool i think i think it's a fun little one and and oddly enough it's it's actually something that yeah that i i was semi-aware of but uh, yeah i'm happy that you broke it down because it was something that yeah like um why a lot of people are like whoa like paradise lost kind of thing uh-huh yeah like that that's that's what it was it's it's that comic but 
they're i think what they're just doing is taking the title not uh-huh. actually using the comic maybe they'll use like some of the story beats to it but but it's not going to be like batman and the story of the show or it won't be about wonder woman it's just going to be about their heritage yeah it could be it could be something interesting and you know what i'm on board yeah why not if, if it's like if he's pitching it as like a game of thrones of for dc why not like game of thrones is so so good um besides the last season but yeah um, let's not talk about season eight <laughs> but yeah like i if they do that why not and it, it can it, i feel like it can um be a show where even people that are not like really mega fans about like um dc can just watch this because it's like game of thrones and and why not like just and because it's uh also a lot of female leads i guess in this show like a lot of viewers might be inclined to watch it like you don't get a lot of female lead shows besides like your i don't know um girl shows that are out now yeah i mean no i know i see what you're saying and um no i think it's well i think it's an exciting time and to a de- I, I i would say to a degree house of dragons has a female lead in it yeah um that's cool but yeah no i agree with you man it could be it could be something really fun and yeah i'm excited to check it out man but um essentially what we were leaving at is that we are just yeah we're we're happily part of a pretty exciting time as far as everything that's gone on and yeah we're both pretty excited about what the future holds and um yeah i just wanted to close this out and um quickly just wanted to say um um make sure to follow our reddit page nasty things it's our page just in case you want to ask us any questions regarding some other topics that you want us to talk about or other maybe movies you want us to break down that we can check out and watch by all means um leave us messages on that board and we we do constantly check it too so by all means man leave us messages and um just right before uh yeah we say goodbye is is there anything the hand would like to say to all the audience um i just want to uh say that i had a really good time um doing this episode with you and i hope i do more it it was a lot of fun um i we were you know it, it, it just happened that there was a lot of um input in this episode because oh, yeah. of what the news that came out about the dcu uh plans so um it was good it was it was good to break it down um i had a lot of fun hopefully there are other things that we can break down as well and um just lucky to be a part of just growing this journey with you no and absolutely and and we will have you on in many more episodes to come and like I said, man, it's, uh, it's 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 a great time, and there's so much topics to talk about. But uh, yeah, let's say goodbye to the great Han Solo. It was a pleasure having you on, and um, yeah, just um, yeah, follow our Reddit page, and uh, yeah, by all means, uh, listen to us on Spotify. There's also the Google App Store. We're part of that, and we'll be featured in many other things to come. But uh, with all that being said. Ladies and gentlemen, stay fucking nasty.